This NBA playoff picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one way to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog shit. I, I, I thought we were doing a random USFL CFL episode. I wore my Toronto <laughs> Argonaut shirt. I'm all confused. And all right. Got it. NBA playoffs, NBA playoffs are here. Oh man. NBA. Just play the music. Let's get into it. NBA. We're going to be talking bucks. Nets with our buddy Ty from the Hero Step podcast. Also talking Sixers, Hawks. Yes. With Dave Sherapan, aka BK Sportsbook Consig. But really, of course, NBA hoops brought to you by WinBet.com, the official presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Head over to WinBet.com. Get in over there right now for your five hundred dollar risk-free bet. It's so easy. Again, terms and conditions apply, but it's a five hundred dollar risk-free bet. There's so much NBA action going on. Still on a relative hot streak, Ryan. We may have cooled <laughs> the Clippers off. We'll see. But uh, again, we're gonna be giving out a ton of a uh, ton of parlays, player props. They got it all over at WinBet.com. Spin that parlay wheel. For that sweet parlay boost, w y n n bet.com if you want to w i n. Let's go, oh, baby. Jacked round, up. Round ball rock, blue balls. Oh my God. <laughs> round ball rock, uh, blue balls. Oh. We, we talked about it on the. Um, uh, on the uh, last p- podcast we did, but kind of a nightmare uh, scenario for the for the Clippers game. Go into it. Food was a disaster. The COVID vaccine line. It was just kind of a complete nightmare. 
What was pretty funny though, many Lakers fans were talking uh, shit to Clippers fans. Like there was some late, a lot of Lakers jerseys at the Clippers Mavs game, which was pretty funny. It is and LA. A, and a lot of chippy Lakers fans going at the uh, Clippers fans. Even some of the ushers and stuff were very obviously pro Lakers. And it was just so funny watching that Lakers Suns game and knowing knowing all those people were really, really sad. Yeah. And stuff. LeBron, LeBron James, got killed. LeBron, and he got killed, and there was there was some serious. I mean, I, I don't know what Contavious Caldwell Pope what what he's been if he's into older women. There was certainly a dynamic of LeBron James not giving a shit. I'm so late, glad late in the game, up. not even running down the court, no. like hanging out. He was he had like a defensive three seconds because he was in the in the cylinder on the opposite end of the court. He uh, should have been called for that. It's it's crazy the lack of effort we saw uh, out of them. Congrats to Moon off the machine. He was all over the Sun mm, series. I also were, I also had the Sun series and a uh, shout out to Ryan McKee who RFB rich fat baby lives and dies for the Suns, ah. So he's got to be stoked. Phoenix sports, uh, Arizona sports really on the rise. Right they now. are. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a Suns fan, man. That was, uh, I, I did. It did feel like they're not going to get another game. That was pretty shocking that the Lakers LeBron didn't have one put the team on my back. Going to carry the team. It felt like we were, we just kept waiting for it. Right? I think it's cause he realized that we all had the sons to win in seven yeah. and uh, LeBron's a real, he does not lose. Well, I, you know, when you're the greatest ever, you don't lose a lot, but God damn, does he, you want to talk about a guy who has a hilarious highlight reel of losing poorly. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, he is. He is not uh, a body language uh, Hall of Fame player. <laughs> like he doesn't. I mean, it, you know, again, under the microscope and all, but uh, it, it's never a good look when they lose. But look, it, you know, this is great. This is great. We have a situation where the major markets are being just absolutely slaughtered, and you have a situation. Great for the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Utah. Denver, <laughs> Phoenix, and and either L.A. or Dallas. So that's a big market. Yeah, but it's the Clippers a- in Philly, LA. Atlanta. Milwaukee and Brooklyn, who no one gives a shit about the no. Nets anyway. I, I think right now, and this is why I'm optimistic as a Sixers fan, the NBA needs the Sixers and those yeah. TV numbers. Because I mean, people will watch the Nets, I guess, but I, I feel like they're just they kind of turn people off. Uh, and it's Brooklyn; they don't have that home fan base to carry them. The Sixers get in, you know, Philly's going to be the, the the ratings are going to be through the roof. L.A., L.A., Philly. Is that the LA angle? Philly? That would be and and again, NBA. Sean gets to go see an NBA Finals game with his his team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, the the uh, usher who who is fine bringing us a bottle of Jameson, but not uh, bringing a sandwich because they can't do for mm, now. Nope. Uh, for some reason, he said food is coming in a month, so but, maybe maybe in a month we'll be there watching watching Clippers Sixers and, and NBA Finals and I'll be eating food. In fairness, not everyone representing the Clippers uh, was a pain in the ass that night. Did get to meet uh, <laughs> Clipper Daryl for the first time. Oh so yeah. That was fun. Shout out well, to Clipper Daryl. Yeah, if you don't know Clipper Daryl, he's a guy who became famous just because he liked the Clippers. That's how few Clippers uh, the, fans there are. Yeah. He was just like, "Hey, I'm a big fan." And he became Clipper Daryl. I, I can tell you, uh, I moved out to LA in 2004 and the Clippers were trash. And so that was the easier way to see the Knicks play. So every year I'd see the Knicks play the Clippers. And Clipper Darrell was just the guy who sat in the lower bowl, like 
also sat in the lower bowl because no one went to the game. And he would lit. He was like before they had the dance team and the DJ. It was Clipper Daryl running the chants in the corner. So <laughs> you know, Meta Clipper. Le- maybe the only is he the only Clipper legend? Yeah, who's Clipper another Clipper Darryl? legend? I guess Chris Paul, but mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Clipper Daryl's la- outlasted all of them. He did. He's 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 the only thing that's uh, sticking around uh, with the with the Clippers through and through. Well, you may as well call me Sixers Sean. Uh, and Sixers are in. I, I get a little stressed out. There'll be moments. Joel Embiid, his injury stressed me out. Needed a moment to chill. Needed a moment to relax. Thankfully, and just crack open an ice cold Coors Light whenever I need to just feel like I'm. It's a go go world. You're tied to your phone, the emails, whatever. You, you yeah. want to feel like you're in the Rocky Mountains. And what better way to feel like you're in the Rocky Mountains than with some Rocky Mountain refreshment, aka an ice cold Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Oh, and it's awesome. We just uh, restocked the uh, mini fridge mm, and the bar. Loaded. We got the brand new cans with the shades on. Again, Ooh. people like talking about Los Angeles because you can be at the beach and in the mountains in the same day. Yep. The beach and the mountains, both awesome places to enjoy Coors Light. Coors Light, of course, is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look. Delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart or Colby. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. We're going to be a little late to the uh, the party here with this Clippers Mavs game six because of some scheduling stuff, Ryan. Still worth getting our official picks on the record. I, I, I can't remember. Uh, seeing something that an NBA series like this, we're five games in. The home team has not won a game. You would think maybe the home teams do, but I'm actually I'm going to take the Clippers again. I feel like I'm going to go chalky, but I'm going to go down with this Clippers ship. Uh, Clippers minus <laughs> three. They only put up a hundred points, which which is normally like a you know back in the day that would be a they, normal NBA score. Yeah. But they're they're pretty efficient on their looks. I mean, just watching it live, they were getting decent looks. They, the shots just weren't falling. And strangely, uh, Luca and that that Dallas team seems to be a little bit more fiery. Yeah, on the road, it's it's a weird series. Right? I don't like, understand the dynamic, they, but I'm not going to fade it. I'm just going to keep taking the road team to win and cover. They say a series doesn't start until uh, the road team wins. Well, in this series, like the the home team is just getting kicked in the nuts repeatedly. I think it continues, right? Like. Isn't this just got to be poetic? Like the the also the NBA, like the NBA kind of needs this. We just highlighted yeah. all the small markets. They need a game, game seven. seven. Luca, Kawhi, a, a lot. To, I mean, not a lot of fans passionate in the building, but <laughs> you know they're not gonna, they're not going to move a lot of concessions. But Look, we were up on the suite level, and I think this, the people to our left and right were rooting for the the Mavs. So I, <laughs> I think it's a, an opportunity for the. There uh, was an equal amount of Lakers <laughs> Clippers fans at the Staples Center. I can say that a hundred percent. But the Clippers, they actually played some pretty good defense against the Mavs. All things considered, held them to a hundred five points. They just needed some shots I, to fall. And honestly, if man drops that layup at the end of the game, like it's a completely different situation. Like they were very close to having it in the bag, and a, and a young a kid missed the layup. Yeah, and, really. and it sounds like a cliche, but I think with this Clipper team in particular. The fact that they're facing elimination should be a, a big enough wake up call. And, and Ty Lu, come on, like rally the troops. What, what's your take on Paul George this series? Because 
I feel like watching him live, you know, you look at his numbers there, the numbers were good, but I didn't feel like just watching him. He didn't have a huge impact on the game. I would say being in the building, I didn't feel like either guy ever made it about him stepping up to like figure it out. I think at times Kawhi tried to and just yeah. wasn't hitting his shot. And uh, yeah, really, like both guys were kind of deferring. You, you didn't see a ton of Kawhi saying, "Give me Luca, let me shut him down." Like they were trying. Like Rondo was on him. It was a weird game because it, being in the building, uh, my takeaway was, "Damn, I want to see Luca again. This dude's really good." It, he. The whole game, he only didn't score when he missed. Yeah. He got his shot every single so time. So smooth. Too. So I don't know if they were just trying to rest Kawhi or what, but like someone that's not Rajon Rondo, like I get it. They're when Rondo was guarding Luca, you, you just wanted to you, call a timeout and be like, "What are you doing?" If there's something old man that I've really gotten to the point of like hating, it's it's the fact that like we can't we can't overcome a switch. We can't overcome the most obvious thing that's coming, a high screen that's gonna lead to a lazy switch. And and that is how Dallas runs their offense. And then Luca can do whatever the fuck he wants from there. It's pathetic. And Ty Lu needs to again show him that tape <laughs> of the Bulls Put it on. putting Tony Kukoc in a goddamn locker and be like, just do this. If he can't drive to the basket, they're not gonna do shit. Now, we'll say his passing. I, I hate when I, there's nothing worse than listening to a guy like Bill Simmons praise Larry bird for how good of a passer he is. But Luca can really fire it from like from the hip to the corner, perfect shooting pocket. Good shot made basket. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm also on the, uh, you're just going to take uh, I'm on the Clippers Clippers minus By the way, three, uh, my uh, ebbs and flows weren't all uh, in tune in the last couple of game sixes. So yeah. Got Fair a little, warning. got a little cold. Although I, I, I think our against the spread record still pretty strong. I'm looking at what we gave out. Yeah, I hit Suns plus two and a half, uh, and and Sixers minus six. Sixers minus six was my lock. My dog was. So, here's what here's what I gave out. Lock dog series last mm. episode. Ride lock Sixers minus six. Great. Dog Suns money line. Great and wild card spicy pick Ben Simmons plus six hundred. Awesome. Let's go, baby. Which. Uh, yeah, I mean another adjusted spread for me with Utah <laughs> minus fourteen and a half. I, you, just, you just play. You're the adjusted spread, God Ryan. Oh, that, so is that what I should give out for? No, we're just we'll gonna save, save we'll for save the it, end. Save we're gonna close it out with the lock, dog, and series price. We're gonna talk Bucks and Nets with Ty Windish from the Hero Step Podcast in just a minute. But Ryan, we're bringing it back. Real men of oh, DJ. Yes. This time presented by PropSwap. Uh -oh. Make sure you go to PropSwap.com. Use that promo code SGP. Get up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash when you sign up over there. I'm in a heated bidding battle right now for a, for yes. a ticket. Yes, and you can buy tickets. I bought a Sixers ticket um, for seventy-five bucks. Pretty good value on uh, what you could normally get at a sports book. And also, honestly, like, hey, maybe you're in a state or whatever, you can't get to Sportsbook. Mm -hmm. Just get some action on Prop Swap. They got, I mean, there's a bunch of tickets, all different prices, very easy uh, to use, and a great, you know, it's a great opportunity to buy low, sell high, especially with the, again, you know, I, I'm kind of touting here, but I do think the Sixers are going to get past the Hawks, and then that Sixers championship price is good. Those odds are going to change dramatically once they knock the Hawks off, right? That's all. Love it. Uh, you know what? Love it. Love it. Love All right, it. here Love we go. Real Men of Dgens presented by Prop Swap. 
SGPN presents <laughs> Real Men of DGens. Real Men of DGens. We salute you. Sean Green. That's right. I'm nominating myself for the Real Men of DGens. Actually, Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I'll Ryan take told me to nominate myself because <laughs> as this Monday, instead of just staying on the edge of a mountain with a flat tire, no, I dug deep. I, I put on a spare tire that was not meant for off-roading, drove it out simply so I could come all the way back to Los Angeles out, traveled through the desert. I was parched. I was dreaming of a Coors Light, but really I was dreaming of some DGen only action because I knew I had to get back so I could do our live random best ball draft. I risked my life for you, the <laughs> listeners to provide content. Wow. And again, if you're if you're involved in prop swap, it's all about buying low, selling yeah. high. The the stock of Sean Green as a DGens only through the roof. People were trying to liquidate their uh, will <laughs> shut out of the remote area <laughs> tickets, and uh, you would have you would have made a lot of money buying low there. Propswap.com <laughs> promo code SGP. Joining us on the line, host of the Hero Step Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast, Ty Windish. Ty, what's happening? How how are your Bucks? Uh, you you got to be pretty excited as a Bucks fan. Nice revenge sweep of the Heat, right? It was beautiful. I mean, we were we worked cackles in every single post game pod. <laughs> I just got a, a, a second that that pronunciation of Eurostep. That's a new one. I said before we started recording. I've heard like four different. Now I've heard five different. We might have to change it to that. Although I don't even know if Euro. I can pull that off. So maybe not. Well, Renaissance man Sean Green with yeah. the classy accent there. I I uh, first changing a tire on your own. Now you're um, international man of mystery. What did it? I had a uh, I had a uh, gym teacher who is uh, Greek and Mr. Kazakis, oh. and he would Ooh. get. If he heard you mispronouncing hero, he would. He he uh, also not a great relationship with the gym teacher. He actually gave me a B minus in gym because I damaged a ping pong ball. And I was like, I go, I was playing ping pong. First off, why we were playing ping pong in gym class, I have no idea. But he said I was abusive to the ping pong ball. Uh, needless to say, he he drilled that into me. But yeah, we Kramer and I before we had you on, and I think even uh, a little bit before we started the show. This is an all-time podcast name where you combine Euro because of course of the Greek freak yes. and the Euro step. Right? Am I am I am I getting that right? No, you're you're right on target. 100 correct. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't know if it counts as a signature move. I, I think Giannis's signature move might just be dunking all over everybody, but <laughs> that one at least has a name. So we figured we'd uh, we'd borrow it for the podcast. No, that's great. The only what if and 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 God forbid, what oh. if he ends up moving on? Do and you have this awesome name. What do you do then? Have you have you let your mind go there? You know, Thanasis Atetokounmpo on the team. We'd have to see oh, if he okay. sticks around or not. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see what TA does. But uh, I think we're pretty. We were getting a little, a little sweating before we resigned this year. We would have had to do a new name. I think we've agreed. If he wins a title here, we probably just keep it at that point yeah. in yeah. honor, and and we can move on. It, I don't even want to think about the inverse. I'm not not going to put myself <laughs> in that headspace. Excuse me. No, you don't need to. Hey, you guys are coming off a 4-0 sweep of the Heat. I thought. I thought it would be a much livelier series, but it seemed like after that game mm. one, 
maybe maybe the Bucks were still kind of in their head, maybe a little tense. They get the OT win, and then it was just all downhill from there. What were your expectations coming into the first round? Yeah, I actually it was funny. People thought I was being a little excessive with my prediction. I I said Bucks in five, mm. and I ended up being off by a game. I expected yeah. to be off by a game the other way, but. You know, that Heat team just wasn't the same. Uh, they just didn't have the big depth. They didn't have the, especially at power forward. I mean, you look at guarding Giannis. I think every, a lot of people, I shouldn't say everyone, a lot of people remember how great Jay Crowder was shooting the three ball in that series last year. And he was, he was made like 22 threes in five games, which is probably the most Jay Crowder's ever made Pretty in his insane. life over a five game span. <laughs> yeah. But his, his defense on Giannis was great too. And losing him really hurt Miami. They didn't have the dogs. And of course, this Bucks team adding Drew Holiday, adding a real potent combination of bench players in Bryn Forbes and Bobby Portis. That team has more shooting. It's so much harder now to focus on Giannis. I think a tweet going around Bucks Twitter today was basically like, how were the Bucks on pace to win whatever many games last year with Eric Bledsoe and Wes Matthews as their starting backcourt? You switch out one for Drew Holiday. Dante DiVincenzo obviously now hurt for the other one. It's been quite the upgrade. So uh, game one, you know, the Bucks shoot five for 31 from deep. And it really just felt like even if Jimmy and Bam play better the rest of the series, if the Bucks shooting regresses to normal, it probably won't matter. And it turned out Jimmy and Bam didn't play that much better. The Bucks did shoot a lot better though. Yeah. And Sean, had you been a good teammate, you could have started this segment by saying Ryan really nailed it. He did. He Ryan that, was all that, over. The it. Heat were the team that gained the most from no fans, and the True. Bucks were a team even yep. with limited fans in the building. It mattered, and yeah, I think that I think we saw it. So, well, yeah, two and, of us and, on this show got and, it right. Sean. And it's kind of, I mean. It's pretty hilarious that both the Heat and the Lakers yeah. already knocked out. And the Knicks. Maybe there's big yeah. markets are getting <laughs> sniped left and right. Maybe there is a little asterisk uh, now on that on that bubble title with <laughs> with them getting knocked out in the first round. I, I mean, the Lakers losing to the Suns, but real, you know, the Heat getting swept. Well, the sympathists will say it was a long season. All yeah, that, you know, a quick yeah, turnaround. They're, they're already they're already working the the narratives. <laughs> no, no, this is the asterisk season because oh, these teams okay. didn't get rest. Okay, sure it is. <laughs> yeah, come on, but Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, him celebrating and getting in LeBron's head for the Suns. That was <laughs> that was just fun to watch. That was oh. a yeah, that was a great game. But getting back to the uh, the Bucks, of course, now huge matchup against the Nets. Looking over at WinBet, the series price, the Nets are laying a game and a half. Minus two hundred to win the series. Bucks plus one sixty on the uh, on the price there. Total five and a half games. As far as game one though, we'll we'll dive deeper into game one. Bucks getting four points as they head to Brooklyn. Over unders two thirty nine and a half. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about the long rest for the Bucks coming into Brooklyn? And Brooklyn, it's it's got to be a pretty scary matchup right now because we saw kind of. What the obviously the big three can do offensively? What do you what do you think the keys are to a Bucks victory? Yeah, I think they're going to have to be so aggressive scoring the basketball. I think the Bucks are maybe the best team to match up with the Nets because they have so many perimeter defenders. You know, losing DiVincenzo really does hurt, but you still have Drew Holiday, obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo, who the Bucks flipped the script and he went from primarily being a help defender in years past to 
all of a sudden he's covering Jimmy Butler the whole series and Jimmy Butler was unable to score against him. Obviously a lot harder to cover Kevin Durant or really any of the three guys than, than Butler. Cause he just refuses to shoot now, but Giannis <laughs> is, is no longer a help defense only piece, right? Like he's going to be used. I would assume he picks up a lot of time on KD and then PJ Tucker, who's maybe starting, maybe coming off the bench. We'll see. So the bucks have perimeter defenders to slow down those guys. But as you mentioned, the scariest big three, I think purely offense only that we've ever seen, right? Like, I don't think we've ever seen just on offense, three players who have the skill sets those guys have. So <laughs> as, as much as what is, is there, a, a, do we disagree? No, I was going to say, and it's funny because if you watched them come off the bus, like it would be, it's like, really, this is the most dynamic threesome in the history of the <laughs> NBA score in the basketball. It just, I don't know this new look hard. And it just, he just doesn't look like when I watch the nets, I see the price and I, I, I am going to go against Utah. I, I do think the nets, like the, the price in the series, I'm shocked. But when you say it out loud, if, if, if he's shutting down Durant, I suddenly love this because then we're essentially walking our way into a situation where I'm saying, if I like the nets, I think Kyrie has a big series well, and I never want to put money on Kyrie <laughs> showing up to work day, like night in and night out. So I'm suddenly Sean, I told you yesterday, I thought I was going to be on the nets <laughs> and maybe I'm just getting some bias here, but I'm slowly walking the other way because if Durant is shut down, I suddenly love the perspective of the nets, just laying eggs because <laughs> in a weird way, he's the guy I trust the most. Uh, I, yeah. The more I, I, I did a little deeper dive going through the matchups uh, and, and fuck the nets. <laughs> yeah. Which they're, they're really a tough team to root for in, in any sort of non gambling sense. We have a uh, ties to with the great state and the, the broad shout Kenosha. out to Kenosha, Wisconsin. So, so uh, it, it just feels right. And I apologize to anyone who got early money down on the nets. Cause I'm going the <laughs> other way, Sean. And wow, I will okay. say, Play play the marketplace because, like you said, Sean, I don't know if this is popped up to you. Minus one and a half on the series, only yes. five and a half games for the total. There is some juice there, but you can play some opportunities where you just take over five and a half in the series because I don't see this being a short series one way or another. No, I mean and that's what I was going to get to as far as my yeah. best bet is that the series goes over five and a half games. I think that to me is the easiest I, thing to call. I was really waiting to see the confidence of Ty and, <laughs> and the way that he postured. He told us a narrative. He told us a story that said, "Hey, we shut our our guy shut down the other guy in the last round, and it's going to happen again." Well, here's the thing. And that's alpha speak right there. Uh, and and I appreciate that. I I like his handicap. To me, I'm looking at this oh, as no. I think I think Giannis and Durant kind of cancel each other out. I actually think Drew Holiday is going to play really well defensively and I think he's going to slow Kyrie Irving down. So, if you're looking for like player props, I actually like the under on points for Kyrie, uh, especially in game mm. 1 or even for the series, depending on where you can get things and maybe even Durant. But I I think the the um I, I just don't know who on the Bucks guards James Harden. Uh, that that to me, who do you think they're are they going to lock one guy on him? Are they going to rotate different people through cuz I think Harden is going to be the key to getting the, uh, getting the nets of victory here. Yeah. I think they're going to rotate waves of defenders on all three of the big three. I think they're really comfortable with a lot of the bucks wing players guarding Harden and KD. I actually think Kyrie is the toughest one. I think really? Drew is going to start there. Well, they just don't have that many guys who are that little, you know, like yeah, I think that's PJ true. Tucker, you know, he's, he's strong. I think he defended Booker well at the end of the infamous bucks sons games with the phantom foul on him. But 
I don't want him chasing around Kyrie for a whole series. So I think Drew's going to find a lot of time there, which is good for your Kyrie under because whoever Drew is guarding is just going to have a tough time. But uh, I do think there's going to be waves of defenders thrown. And even if the Bucks can't shut down those guys, I like the Bucks' chances to defend the Nets a lot better than the Nets' chances yeah. to defend the Bucks. I mean, you look at this roster and who they're <laughs> going to be asking to guard Giannis. They haven't That's doubled true. much in the regular season. We'll see if that changes. But this should be a parade to the rim for the Bucks. That's what it needs to be for them to beat the Nets because I think you can only do so much about some of those Brooklyn offensive guys. But you can certainly score a whole lot. Well, and that's—I mean—you you see it in the line: two thirty-nine and a half for a total. Sean, I mean, some some old folks are falling out of their rocking chair <laughs> off their porch and, don't and getting like, run don't over let Colby by. Colby, here about what's happened to the game uh, these days with these three hundred points in a playoff game. What? Look, I—you know—again, I think you circle back to the the idea that do you really want to like lean into an I'd, a position where you're going to rely on Kyrie? Do you want as a person, as a player? No. I don't want to be in any of those positions. And, and I again, I think if if the Bucks can take advantage of the rest somehow and steal one, mm. well, uh, and and that's a I good assume we're getting more fans, right? Because <laughs> each round of the playoffs, the NBA finds a way to like let more fans in the building, yeah. right? And it seems like it well, and and they can do whatever they want COVID restriction wise. They're not getting fans in the building in Brooklyn. Did no. you see they were having like two for one night? It, you know, the first time these Brooklyn fans, quote yeah. unquote fans, have gotten to see this this big three, and they have to like discount the tickets so much. It's uh, it's crazy to me though. I I actually think. And I, it's really coming together here. I think the move is over five and a half for yes. the series because I do think it gets to six or seven. And if I like that, then I think you got to take Milwaukee plus one and a half on the series price games wise. I don't know if I like them enough to take them one sixty outright, and I don't know if there's enough value on the Nets at minus two hundred because then being a two to one favorite from what we've seen out of Milwaukee seems a little crazy to me. I do like Brooklyn minus four. However, in the first game, I think they've just been so hot shooting wise and dialed in flow wise. I think there is a real chance for Milwaukee to steal game two, but game one, I'm going to take Brooklyn minus four Ty, What What do you think of those two games in Brooklyn? What do you think they have a better shot of stealing game one or game two? You know, I hate to not have a, you know, a hot take here. I really think it just, it might just come down to shooting variants. Like, you know, you talked about the Nets basically having James Harden subsidized tickets so they could get people in <laughs> yes. that building, which is wild considering it's New York City and the caliber of player that are there. But I, I don't think Barclays is going to be a super imposing environment for the Bucks really at any point in the series, which is an advantage. I think people think the Pfizer Forum is not super loud. I don't think. Barclays is going to act like, you know, either of the gardens or uh, Oracle or wherever else. I mean, Oracle's broken down now, but um, <laughs> I, I think I could see them taking either game though. Uh, I think they need one of these first two. I think winning game one would be so huge for Milwaukee. I do wonder if they'll need part of a game to get back into rhythm though, after the long layoff. So I think I feel a little better about game two, but it'll be super interesting to me just to see like who's guarding who on both sides and no, there's a, there's the, a, the net sticking with Blake. There's so much intrigue. And there, if you, the, if you think that you almost wait, you don't take the, you don't take plus one sixty right now. Cause the price will go up. Even if Brooklyn just holds serve nets, win game one bucks, win series. That's oh, five, those are always fun. That's five to one Sean. Uh, but let's go uh, to another 
five to one, or actually five fifty, which is Bucks win in six. And we've Ooh. we know this formula, right? That's when they win it at that home game because that's the critical moment. They may they maybe steal one of these first two, like you're describing. So that's going to be the the play that I would recommend, Sean. If I'm going to get down on the Bucks, I see no value in just taking the plus one sixty when I can grab Bucks and six at plus five fifty. Because again, right? Like, how what are the scenarios where they're winning in four or five? Yeah, that's uh, tough. I I don't to see me, it, I don't see Nets on a complete blank. And you can you can triple your bet, Sean. We like we like that over here. Sports well, I mean, and so, again, the the one and a half. I know it's a little softer. It's not it's not your mega whale giant dog, but the one and a half. You all they got to do is get to a game six, which I I just don't see how that doesn't happen. And then uh, and then well. I guess if they lost game six, either way, <laughs> I think the one and a half is the way to go. Cause if no, it does safer, go to a game seven, you're, you're covered. I, I will say there's nothing like more fake than buying the one and a half in one of these series bets. Cause really you're just, if you lose, it's gotta go to seven. So it's really not, you're not catching that many extra outs, but that's true. I, you know, so maybe if you want to be bold, Sean, you just take the minus one and a half at plus two fifty. Ooh. <laughs> I'll stick. I'll stick with the plus one and a half for now. We've oh. gone full bucks. <laughs> yeah. Full bucks. Are you buying into buck culture? What about what about you, Ty? Are you a guy who bets on his own team? <laughs> what do you like? Uh, what do you like? Game one. Maybe there's a player prop uh, that that sparks your fancy. A guy we haven't hit on. What do, What do you like getting down on as a Bucks insider? Uh, I don't bet on the Bucks themselves. I just feel like. You know, if they lose and I bet on them, what do I feel like? And <laughs> I really, I'll never get betting against the team. Maybe in the regular season, if you, you know, if you're paying close attention, but still, that's just bad karma. So yeah. I'm not betting on them. I would like the overs on a lot of these games. I think. What would you say the first one was? Two thirty nine and a half. Yeah, which is insane. I mean, but how do you take the no, under? No, break it down, right? Because like, what is the scenario where the Bucks don't score 120 in this game? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that 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 would have been over like three three times or very close to four times, two times, but very close to four in the Boston series when Boston's offense was like Jason Tatum and a bunch of role players yeah. nobody knows. Like I, I was gonna say under in game one and then over from there just because I think I could see some rusty shooting, but I might just go over every time if they're not gonna make the numbers <laughs> ridiculous. Because we know Brooklyn's gonna score. I don't think Brooklyn's gonna play any defense either. And you could, if if you are just trying to focus and attack that Nets defense, you can start taking the the, the Bucks team total, which I would assume is what implied to be right around that one twenty mark in this one. Yeah, it would which probably be like yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, no, right Again, around one eighteen. No defense. It is fun to take the over. All of these line up, and you know it's not the worst thing when your team loses when you got money on them, because then you, you you hate the team. Well, you, I, ha- you you blame the team, and somehow the guilt comes off of you, and then it becomes this horrible bad relationship thing. I I feel safe betting my team as a dog, dog yeah, there you go. because then there there's nothing worse than when your team wins and they don't cover, and you're like, oh god. Yeah. But whereas if I bet. Uh, you know, like if the Eagles lose, I feel like garbage and and want to die anyway. So like uh, a couple hundred bucks doesn't matter. That's already I can, yeah. I don't I've lost all concept of money. Like money has no meaning when you're down. But like when they win, then it's like oh icing on the cake, and they're a dog, and you get plus odds. 
So I, I like taking my team as a dog, but uh, unfortunately, Sixers not a dog. Look out, Ty, because if the uh, if the the Bucks pull it off Ooh. against the Nets, feeling good about uh, my Sixers moving on. NBA Sean has a new rival. I Do like you? It. And not to look too far ahead and to jinx it, but between the Hawks and the Sixers, oh, come on. you gotta be rooting, a real question. You gotta be rooting for the Hawks, right? Or am I, am I missing something? If Embiid is healthy, then yeah. you certainly would rather see the Hawks. I actually do think the Bucks probably match up more comfortably with the Sixers, even though they're better, just because there's less perimeter threats. There's a little less shooting. And I think the way Milwaukee likes to play with Brooke Lopez in the paint whenever possible and, you know, dropping and sending help, it's a lot easier to do that against a team with Ben Simmons mm-hmm. and Joel Embiid, as great as he is. Than it is against the Hawks, who are like Clint Capella and Trey Young and a bunch of dangerous offensive <laughs> players. That said, if Embiid looks like Embiid, you'd rather not play the MVP runner-up guy. And and Joel Embiid might have won it if he plays more games this year. Although uh, Jokic was awesome, I don't know if they've officially announced it. We all know Jokic is winning though. Um, but I, yeah, I think as long as Embiid is is good to go, you'd rather see the Hawks. Trying to let you ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, breaking I th- news. I thought we were going to catch a, a sound drop because there's nothing you like more than the Joker. Oh yeah, we we have a new uh, Joker sound effect. What a Joker! <laughs> some, some Australian guy. I don't know why. Anytime I think of uh, Jokic now, I have to I have to play that, and it goes off in my head. I was going to say breaking news. We've announced he has won NBA oh, MVP. We so we're we're ahead of the market. <laughs> let's, let's get that out on social. We're, we're here to uh, break some news. All right. Well, Ty, appreciate. Uh, you calling into the podcast? Make sure you give uh, Ty a follow on Twitter at Ty Windish W Y or sorry W I N D I S C H and Ty T I and check out the Hero Step podcast on Blue Wire Podcast. Ty, appreciate it and uh, go Bucks, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Go Bucks, and hopefully uh, we all have some extra cash as the Bucks head to play your Sixers in the next round. Let's go. Oh man, we got a little. Uh, we're giving away so much at SGPN. Why not give out a little bit more? Big news now on digital. Milo Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne star in Under the Stadium Lights, an inspirational true story of a small town high school football team who fought to beat the odds to turn their lives around and win their state championship. Score your copy of Under the Stadium Lights. Buy or rent it today, rated PG 13 from Paramount Pictures. And we're actually giving away some free uh, digital codes for you guys to see under the stadium lights. All you got to do to enter, drop us a tweet at gambling podcasts saying which sports movie character you think Kramer or I uh, would be. If we were in a sports movie, that's already out. Who do you think we would be? I know who I want you guys to nominate, but we'll pick uh, some of our favorites. We got five codes to give away. So uh, send us a tweet at gambling podcast. Five lucky listeners will uh, get those digital codes. Give us a tweet and uh, best of luck. Joining us on the line, Dave Sherapan, aka at Sports BK Consig on Twitter. He does a million podcasts, million shows, Vsin, his own podcast, uh, Cash Considerations, among many others. One of the busiest mans in the gambling uh, space. Dave, uh, how you doing today? Guys, I'm great. I don't know if I'm as good as you guys, though. Look at that background. <laughs> that studio is looking tremendous. Thank you. I love what you're doing there. Hustle recognizes hustle. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, we got to we got to keep up with Dave. We got to keep up with the Joneses. Dave's out there doing all sorts of shows. We're like, oh man, we got to step our game up. Keep up with Dave. Yeah, we got we got to at some point we're probably going to end up linking up. uh, Who knows how or when? But I think eventually it's got to happen. One Um, day, one day the forces will combine. Yeah, and then it'll be scary, and then it'll be all over. (laughs) I just please don't. Don't don't make me wear any of that eagle shit, please. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the only thing I just don't want to wear. Well, we'll stuff, see. Please. Yeah, and, and I brought you on because <laughs> I know you're trashing the Eagles, but you are a you are a uh, you're a Sixers fan, right? I mean, come on. Oh, I love the Sixers. I love the song. I got the song a is to great. Tick. I got a twenty to one ticket on them to win it all. Oh uh, wow! When, when season? You, so like, when did you when did you get the twenty to one? Or did you say you got it preseason? Yeah, right before the season started, late September. I was talking to one of my dear friends from Philadelphia. He's like, Can you explain the odds to me? And I said, No, I really can't. When I looked at the roster and getting docked was really the key for me. I was yeah. like, they got a they got a coach and um we're gonna be okay. So I took a shot. You know, it's nothing major, but it's something. And now they're the number one seed. It's great. Yeah, number one seed, home uh, home court throughout. They're letting the fans back mm. in Philadelphia, and and the resurgence of NBA Sean. <laughs> yes, a true NBA fan. Uh, NBA put, Sean coming out of the <laughs> putting closet, putting the Eagles jersey down for a for a little midsummer <laughs> date with the 76ers. Uh, you know, the Eagles jerseys still stay up, but I I ordered an Embiid jersey. Although, and this is this is probably not a great premonition, but. I ordered the NB the uh, MB jersey because oh, no. we're going out in Vegas. Going to do a couple days hanging out over at the Circus Stadium Swim, doing some live broadcast uh, there. June 14, uh-huh. June 15. I'm like, I, I got to get an MB jersey to rock on these live streams. Mush. And between what I ordered it and I haven't even gotten it yet, Embiid's uh, uh. knee uh, flares what? up. Where are you at? Where are you at with Embiid's knee? Because it, it doesn't <laughs> seem bad, but that's you know it never seems that bad with him, you know. Now, now that I know this information, and Kramer <laughs> D- DM me next time he does this, like <laughs> orders something like without you, you. This is like jumping on a craps table that's really hot. Yeah. Going, oh, now, now I want to bet the pass line seven out. <laughs> Jesus, what are you doing? I can't even believe that this was allowed to happen. Uh, like you gotta just, you just say, you know what? Let me wear the Eagles stuff. I wear the Eagles stuff all the time. Yeah, I know. I wear the Eagles stuff at the at the pool. It and was, now you it got was, the shirt coming. Uh, I can't even. You believe know what it, it is? It was really I'm, amateur well, move. Well, let, it, we have to pull back a secondary curtain. This is really the Eagles jerseys don't effectively show off all the work that Sean puts in at the gym. Yeah. So sun's out, guns out. <laughs> exactly. Needs, needs the basketball uni for that, that kind of exposure. So now, oh, we, now we've fair enough. <laughs> oh, MB, I mean, we saw here's, here's the thing. So it's a slight meniscus tear, nothing, nothing mm. major, not going to need surgery oh. day to day. Uh, the line comes out for game one minus two and a half. Do you think that number, uh, Sixers minus two and a half, minus one forty on the money line? Of course, uh, lines courtesy of our buddies over at WinBet. Now, do you think that is that's being priced with Embiid not starting? Certainly not Embiid healthy, right? Or do you think they're factoring in he's not going to play game one? Yeah, uh, I don't think he's going to play. I, I I don't. I think the line would be like closer to six, right? Yeah. Five and a half, six if he's playing. And you got to get ahead of it, you know, in the book, because if he's going to play, 
all right, we can move it up. But if he's not going to play, taking all that dog money is terrible. So you got to put the dog line up first that him, that he's not playing. And I mean, now that I know you're getting this jersey, he's not playing. <laughs> like if I could bet it, like I'm going to bet the no, he ain't playing. But I did talk to somebody today on one of the shows who saw him warming up before the last game. Yeah. And this was a guy, uh, I forget his name right now, uh, Jimmy Patos uh, on Twitter. He was a basketball coach for a long time uh, in the ACC. Anyhow, he said he looked great. He goes, I don't know what kind of torn meniscus. It has to be a very slight tear, but he looked great. He went through a 20 to 25-minute warm-up. But the thing he said he didn't do was he didn't run between foul line to foul line. And that's the thing with the knee that you got to worry about. Like if you could just park him on one end of the court and kind of throw him the ball or let him just play defense. Okay. But you got to run back and forth. So I, I don't know, Sean, they can beat the Hawks without him. Yeah. It'd just be a way, it'd be way a lot easier if they had him in there. That's well, I, and, and I think probably the move is they're going to sit him game one get yeah. a, get a, get a couple extra days of rest in play him game two, especially if they lose game one, he's definitely playing game two. Oh, um, absolutely. And, and then I think we see him the rest of the series. I, I do think the, the game one minus two and a half is priced with the idea that he's probably not playing. Um, Can I know, ask a crazy sure. question? Cause it, it seems like all the pricing makes sense, except for when I look at Atlanta Hawks to win game one, Sixers win series plus three fifty. They're only two and a two and a half point favorites. I think we, no one would be surprised wow. if the Hawks stole one and then the Sixers yeah. kind of steadied the ship and Bede comes back. I don't think anyone well, truly believes they're going to lose to the Hawks. Nate McMillan, a great coach, kind of feeling like we're nearing his ceiling. Yeah, uh, and I'm still butthurt about the Knicks. I, I reinvested that <laughs> raw emotion. So uh, you know, Sean, I like to come with these fun bets. I thought this is a nice angle here. You you take Atlanta to to kind of continue that momentum, steal one with Embiid maybe being banged up because you bought the Jersey and then obviously becoming <laughs> then a nice bet to buy back. I doubt the price will reach plus three fifty. No. And that's, that's a great angle. If you like the Hawks taking the Hawks to win game one and win the series at three fifty is much better than just the series price. The series price is Hawks plus one. No, no, I'm saying Hawks win game one. Sixers, oh, win, Sixers the series. win series is three fifty. Yeah. They're vulnerable here. And yeah. it's, a, it's a, it's a massive, massive discount on the Sixers series price. That's, obviously that's, that's actually a really uh, good way to attack it. Kramer. I like it a lot actually, because it, it's very possible that without them be, they do lose the game. Then he is okay. They play him. They, you know, the series price gets adjusted right to the point. If they lose game one, it goes to what a pick them. Probably yeah. they win game two. They're still going to be favored even going to Atlanta. So there's never going to be a time unless they're down three Oh, which they're not going to be down three Oh. There's no way they're going to be down three Oh, no, I'll you're, you that right you're right. Cause yeah, you're never going to be plus yeah. three fifty. You're only yeah. cooked. Yeah. If Atlanta wins the series, basically like yeah, that's well, yeah. <laughs> and, and if Sixers lose, right. Uh, like you said, game one, that series price is what minus one twenty at the you know. It, but Dave really saying maybe even a pick. It stood out to me as maybe a mispriced opportunity for the DJs to take take advantage. Yeah, of Yeah, get in on that. Yeah. 
So, so speaking of game one, I, I do think I'm taking Sixers minus two and a half. Little Homer play, little chalky play. We've seen and we saw it, uh, you know, in the last game uh, against the Wizards there, where Ben Simmons comes out, he's driving to the lane, he's getting aggressive. They're not doing the hack of Simmons because he's he's driving the lane, he's hitting some of his free throws. I think him, and I think what we've seen out of Maxi, the rookie, has been really nice. Uh, Tobias, awesome. Tobias, a great uh, shooter at home. A little worried about maybe Trey Young going off, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Simmons guards him for points at least to cool him off and, and slow them down. How do you see? Uh, how do you see Game One shaking out, Dave? I saw the total two twenty two twenty one. Um, I thought it was a little low. To be perfectly mm. honest, I thought that was a little light. I, I I lean over. I think the game will play out like the Sixers games have played out against the Wizards, where you're going to see some you know big spurts, but you're then going to see the second half adjustments. I mean, I think that's all Doc. Like uh, the teams don't really they struggle to get to the basket or score points like uh, for long stretches of time. So it's an in-game dream. I think even if the Sixers are down, you come back with them in the second half, unless there's foul trouble. The only thing that's going to keep the Sixers, I think from really winning the game in game one is the foul trouble because now with MB, they don't have the depth. Yeah. Especially at the big man. If, if, if Dwight Howard, that's trouble. Yeah. If Dwight Howard gets in some foul trouble who again, I've killed Dwight Howard for years, made fun of him for years, but he's been, you know, this season and even last year with the Lakers, he's providing good minutes. It's, it's pretty crazy to me being on team Dwight all of a sudden. And and I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to step out on a limb. I think this is a fun game to play, to really like take the total and just smash it up and down. Mm. You can go to four to one over two thirty seven and a half, and four to one under two oh two oh four and a half. And because I think there's a version of this game where where the Hawks just look like a completely different team, and they don't they don't take their side of the scoring, and it's a it ends up being a lower scoring game. And I think there's another version where the Hawks come in hot as shit, and the Sixers are chasing them, and there's yeah. a lot of points in the game. So again. I don't. What do you I call like the that. opposite of arbitrage? I'm, I'm, it's like the the the, the old uh, heater bets or whatever they were called. But yeah, I'm gonna go fire bets. Fire bets. Yeah, we'll go under two hundred four and a half. Over. This is some DGen only, Ryan. Two thirty seven and a half. Hashtag DGen only. I mean, look, the NBA is theater, man. I mean, at this point, we know who's gonna win and all that fun stuff. So you got to go deeper than that. As the league turns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, re- it really does feel like that sometimes, where we get these I mean, dramatic, you know, near death experiences where they're close to like having a moment of silence for Chris Paul. Next thing you know, he's he's coming out playing a hundred percent. I mean hero music being I, I, I always try not to be the old man get off my lawn, but uh certainly some of the antics that you see from these NBA players, it's, it's like, come on guys, we've we've all played pick up basketball. We know what a hard foul feels like. Not, you know, granted it's it's another level. I get it. They're bigger, they're stronger, but they, they also can Blake, take more. Blake Griffin went down uh, oh. With oh like God. four steps in the first round, it looked like he was shot from the oh. rafters. And, and Blake Griffin, all timer of just back from the dead, didn't dunk, and then all of a sudden, now that he's on a decent team, getting the primetime games, he's dunking on back-to-back possessions. I don't know what. I, I don't know how that happens. These knees aren't free, Sean. No, these knees the, aren't free. The so, only series without an injury question 
fellas is what Denver and Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. But now Phoenix has, you know, Paul, um, the Sixers have Embiid. What's the, what's the injury question with Brooklyn and the bucks? I don't think there is one. Is there no, nothing major. All three guys play? Yeah. I mean, like, whether, whether you know, or not they're going to the pop-up strip club angle, maybe James Harden <laughs> gets a little distracted. So yeah, something, something going down in Brooklyn that, that gets uh, yeah, the beard a flat off earth the, society off meeting mm-hmm. that, that Kyrie's a little distracted. And yeah, there's not much there. All right. So for the Sixers series, I, I'm going to, Again, keep it chalky, keep it homery. Give me the Sixers oh, minus no. one and a half on the spread. Although I like your Hawks win one Ooh. and win the series. Thank you, Dave. What what do you like for uh, for the series here for Sixers Hawks? I think Sixers win in six. Ooh, okay. I think they're gonna they're gonna win it in Atlanta, and that's just gonna be just because it's a Philadelphia thing to do, right? They, they, they should win it at home and play the song and everybody will dance. And then, you know, we can call out either the bucks or the nets and they'll be doing it in Atlanta where, you know, hopefully they won't go to the strip clubs too much, but maybe they will. I don't know. I've heard Atlanta has got a pretty good. Atlanta has a pretty good scene from what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I've heard it as well, but yeah, I let's go Sixers 10, nine, eight, 76 ers Sing the song, play the song. I'm I'm all in. And Jojo is gonna be okay. Yes. Whether he plays game one or not, I'll say no. But I think Kramer's on something with this. Maybe if you lose game one, you still win the series and you get it at a price that just won't exist. I love it. No, three to three fifty. That seems like the uh, literally value there. Creating wealth out of thin air. You're, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're getting people paid. Like me and Doge, baby. <laughs> Well, Dave, always appreciate you calling on the show and uh, check out Dave on a million podcasts, the hammer Dan podcast, <laughs> cash consideration, easiest way to keep up. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at great follow. sports BK consig check him out and uh, yeah. Keep killing it, man. Appreciate you calling in. You got it boys. You keep doing the same. We'll be in touch and uh, I'm coming out to see you at some point. I want to hang out in that studio. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll crack a beer, watch the Sixers have a nice Coors light. (laughs) Hopefully they're still playing by then. All right. I'll see you boys in Vegas. All right. Take it easy, Dave. Okay. Kramer time for our lock dog and not a tease, something spicy. I like, I like going something spicy here, Ryan. I feel like if we had a chart, your spicy picks are through the roof. We, we need a uh, spicy update to the lock dog spicy. And again, I mentioned it in the pre-roll, but make sure you download the S G P N app. It's on the app store, Google play store, toss us a review. A five-star review really helps the Thank old, you. the old rocket ship. And as a reward to you, the listeners and uh, viewers, we are giving away a thousand dollars in our NBA free roll contest. The contest is super simple. All you do is what team you think is going to win the NBA finals, how many games it's going to take them to do it and how many points. So let's say you think the nets are going to do it in six games. 1500 points. The catch is you can only enter the contest via the app. And that's going to be uh, the new thing moving forward. And that's one of the many reasons you should have the app. It's the exclusive place for all our contests, all our cash that we give out every year or uh, throughout the year. You got to get it on the app SGPN app store, Google play store. You can listen to the podcast, easy way to look at the picks, all our posts. Hey, merch. 
Easy access to de- to buying some merch. It's all there, Kramer. It's everything is there. It's a it's a looking glass into our own personal uh, content machine. There you go. And yeah, give there's us no those, children in there working. Give us the those parts. app store reviews, man. Those are those are uh, those are straight straight cash it's currency, right? Like it's it's oh, free yeah. currency, right? Just throw a little throw a little bone. All right, Kramer. What do you got for a lock dog and something spicy? Oh man. I mean, well, first of all, let me pull it up here. I, I think for a lock. I mean, are you making me pick a game? Because I, I don't even know if I feel like taking one of these games. I, you know what? Let's do this. Lock. Atlanta wins game one. Sixers win the series. <laughs> Dog. We're gonna go Milwaukee. Milwaukee and six. Okay, and that's plus, plus five fifty. This is very spicy. Actually, right? no, no, no. Make make the Atlanta one my spicy. Okay. Make make the Atlanta one my spicy, and then we're gonna go over five and a half in the Milwaukee Nets series. Yeah, that's that's an easy. That's a, that's uh, that's a more reasonable lock. lock. You know, yeah. for you three percent uh, CD <laughs> folks. For my lock, keeping it simple, Sixers minus one and a half. I think they get it done in six. But what's your record betting on the Sixers as a lock? Great. I, okay. I think I think at least uh, two or three and zero. Oh. I, I've had them in the lock. It's been great. No need to mess with it. Don't mess with it. For my dog, I'm gonna say it gets real chalky here in the uh, NBA game one. Brooklyn minus four parlayed with uh, Sixers minus two and a half. I've had good luck with making two team parlays. My lock, so I'm gonna keep that going for something spicy. Oh man, what do I do here? I'll, I'll I'll give out. Well, I'll just remind people of a second spicy thing to do while you're thinking about it, Sean. For that uh, Hawks Sixers game one, do the uh, the crazy spread under two hundred four is four to one, uh, and un- over two thirty nine is four to one. You know so. what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna ride your under two Oh four. I think that is the more likely of the two. I think we get an ugly grinded out game Two hundred four and a half. Give yourself okay. Two Oh four and a half, a plus a 400. That feels, that feels pretty spicy. Indeed. (laughs) I like this spicy thing. Is it at all mocking taco Tuesday and LeBron's uh, (laughs) fandom of it could be. Yeah. No, I mean, LeBron, what a, what a sad way to go out round one. RIP LeBron rest in peace, bro. Again, get that app, SGPN, App Store, Google Play Store, lock it up. Check us out in Slack. The Slack uh, channel has been amazing. I mean, you got guys talking about brisket and betting on lacrosse. What what better place <laughs> to connect with random dudes to talk uh, serious DGen activities? And uh, again, if you're in Las Vegas, June 14th, June 15th, we're going to be doing a circle live stream uh, from their stadium suite. If you're in the area, come by, say hi. Let's have a couple cocktails. Kramer. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean the Money Green, and he is Ryan. And just to confirm, if you do visit us in Vegas, Sean's guns will be out. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs> <laughs>